0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is Episode 752 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by TheraWool Saddle Pads from (laughs) Fleeceworks. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Team Fleeceworks rider, former eventer, and current extreme cowgirl, Robin Bond. Stay tuned as we break down teaching your horse to carry flags and other flappy things without getting anything broken. But first, let's hear from today's sponsor. Judy, I've been hearing a lot of good reports about this new TheraWool product line that you ad-
0: introduced earlier this year. Tell us what's going on there. It's basically opened a whole new uh, customer base for us, and it's made the product affordable for people maybe who either didn't want to use sheepskin because it does require a little bit more maintenance, the sheepskin does, than the wool, or people that just couldn't make that stretch. So it's it's been great. It's, you know, it's really, really durable, as the tagline says is great for daily use, beautiful enough for show.
1: And I think that really explains it all in a nutshell because it is a lovely pad to look at and feel, and yes. but yet it's still an affordable pad that you can go to, you can literally go to the Olympics in this saddle pad.
0: Yes. We worked really hard to make sure that we developed the right density and the right length, and so it took us about a year to get everything exactly right. And to make sure that when you washed it, that it didn't felt up or, or turn real hard or ball up. And it, it's a proprietary blend of product the way we've done this to make it work
1: quality saddle pads from Fleeceworks. so folks when you go to your local tax store ask for Fleeceworks works thera wool pads by name and if your local tax store doesn't have them tell them that they need to speak with judy at Fleeceworks. just go to fleeceworks.com and you'll find all of our contact information there and thanks for stopping up by again judy and keeping us up to date on what's going on over there teaching your horse to allow you to carry a flag or to pick up a jacket off of a fence post or that type of skill set, how to take a horse and a rider. The rider's never done it before and the horse is terrified. Uh-huh. Can uh-huh. you take me through sort of steps one through three to safely teach horse and rider to do those things?
0: Sure, sure. The All most right. important thing, Go for it. Get, don't want to jump the gun. <laughs> the most important thing when teaching your horse how to carry a flag or allow you to pick up a slicker or a colt from the fence is that you spend some time on the ground doing what people traditionally call sacking out. Not so much that you're trying to kill the horse with your jacket, but that you can pick that, that jacket up. Or that flag, or anything that you need, and bring it up and touch the horse with it without him having, having a problem with it. What happens most of the time when people start with that is they see that the horse scurries away and they give up. What you need to do, step one, and it helps if you have uh, the, the flags or the the plastic bag on the end of a end of a dressage whip or something of that nature. So it gives your arm a little reach. Mm-hmm. And you need to be able to take that item and touch the horse with it without him running off. When they first see it, they'll frequently go ahead and, and go sideways or backwards. It's very important that you stay with them until you touch them. As soon as you touch them with it, they'll stop running.
1: Ah. So I guess it's important to not allow small children and naughty teenagers to chase your horses with flags or throw a cloak or throw their sweatshirt at them. That, that's a bad idea. That's always a bad, idea. A bad okay. idea. Okay. So a lot if of us ha- have heard the phrase sacking out, and perhaps... Mm-hmm. Uh, Some of us are only experienced with actually seeing sacking out might not have been such a positive experience, especially if you watch Disney movies, (laughs) because the guy doing the sacking out is always the bad guy. Um, Give me some, give give me some, um, some clues, some things that I can look for in my horse that's telling me I'm doing it properly versus I'm sacking the horse out and I'm making the problem worse. What should I look for in my horse?
0: You want to start with a horse that has relaxed muscles, that has a soft eye, that is paying attention. And most of the time when you're dealing with flags and jackets, you already have a horse that is broke to ride. You have a horse that is accustomed to having a saddle pad put on its back. So when you go to saddle your horse, you look for the same things as you would look for when you're going to sack one out for flag training. If you don't want to saddle a horse whose eye is rolled back in his head, who's quivering, who's pulling back on the rope, any of those things. So you want to hold your item that you're using to sack the horse out with in a neutral position, usually slightly behind you on the ground, and wait for that horse to just be comfortable with you being there. And when you go to bring that item up to touch him, you want to do it in a place where he's familiar, such as he's used to the saddle pad and the saddle going up to his back. If you want to take that and put it towards his uh, back where the saddle goes, that's a good spot. Frequently, you want the horse to reach out and touch it with his nose. we think a lot of times that he's smelling it, and that certainly is part of it. But touching things with his nose Just like children and toddlers, they put things in their mouth to see what they are. Horses touch them with their nose. So you want a horse to be curious about it. If you hold it out in front of him and he looks at it, he may reach his neck out and flare his nostrils, prick his ears, and look to it until he touches it with his nose. That's also a good start.
1: Very interesting. So step one, we've taken our quiet and confident horse, and we have um, intelligently sacked him out with a big soft saddle pad, and okay. that, has, that has worked successfully. What's our next step?
0: Our next step would be to have that same experience with a rider on top of them. You would have one person on the ground and one person in the saddle, because if you pick something up in the saddle... A lot of times we don't think to drop it when we need to drop it. Our hand freezes around the rain. Our hand freezes around the flag and the horse is swirling around, and you don't have the wherewithal to think to either pull it up in your lap where the horse can no longer see or sense it or to drop it. So you want a ground handler and a rider, and then you want to work the horse very much the same way as you did without the rider. Get the person on the ground to handle the horse's head even so that the horse looks to the person who's using the, the jacket or the, the flag.
1: Mm-hmm. So we're we're really taking it in baby steps here, aren't we?
0: Yes, yes.
1: So now Another
0: we've... really, really good technique is to have a horse that's already broke to it ride ahead of you and have uh-huh. the horse that you're getting accustomed to it ride behind, following. Very good idea. So if the has a flag and their horse is broken and is already, already used to it, you take your second horse that you're training, and you have them follow that until they're comfortable and then you come alongside and retreat, you pass, you circle, all of those things so that that horse that that you're going to get ready to flag train or jacket train isn't attached to the item that scares him so that if he does get scared, that rider has two hands to handle the situation and get sure. everything back under control.
1: It, it, uh, it's always amazing how, especially if the horse that's carrying the flag and he's watching is a horse that he's familiar with, how they go, oh, well, if, if old Thunder over there can do it, it must not be so bad. He's not he's not being eaten alive.
0: <laughs> it's interesting that we, we think that that would work all the time, and it, it works a lot, but it doesn't always
1: it doesn't hurt, though, does it?
0: <laughs> no, it, it certainly doesn't at hurt. Least,
1: at least you get an idea of the horse you're sitting on, the one you're training. You're going to go, well, his reaction to a flag as it flaps in the breeze is to leap straight up in the air, even though I don't have one. Okay, note to self, horse might leap straight up in the air. <laughs> you get an idea of what these reactions are going to be. So and Maybe I guess,
0: it's not time for maybe, me to pick that up yet. Maybe it's not
1: time. So we once we've successfully... Um, Had the horse, we've exposed the horse to our flag or our, our jacket by a ground handler while sitting on the horse. Am I guessing correctly that the next step is to hold it? Is that what's yes, next?
0: Yes, and you would pass it back and forth between the ground handler and the rider so that that horse sees it off to the side. Most of the time, the flag doesn't cause a problem to the horse who's carrying it as long as he doesn't see it. it. you usually hold a flag up and if the wind's not picked up, it's going to be essentially a lot out of his range. What happens frequently when the wind picks up is it'll blow the flag forward into the horse's eye and he'll shy away from it. If the flag blows forward in front on the left shoulder, he's going to duck right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you do want to make sure that the horse is familiar with having it touch his hindquarters as well. All of my horses get used to this because of the place where I, the facility where I train, I'm the farthest barn away from the covered arena. So I have to put a slipper on, ride to the covered arena, take the slipper off, ride, put the slipper <laughs> back on, ride back to my barn.
1: Necessity is the mother <laughs> of invention there, isn't it?
0: <laughs> That's right. All but one horse in my in my little row here are good with that right now, yeah. due to due to this careful handling. I pony horses when I'm wearing a slipper. I, I they they see it all the time. They're used they're used to it being there. And then when it's time for me to be on them, I just make sure that I have a ground crew to pass back and forth until we're ready. And then usually it, it ends up being,
1: you know, big deal. And it's such, a, it's such a handy skill. Even if your horse is never going to carry a flag for the National Anthem at a Rodeo, this type mm-hmm. of skill set where you can take something large and flappy, jackets, mm-hmm. sweatshirts, flags, um, pick it up, put it down, hand it to somebody else on a horse, hand it to somebody on the ground, is really a useful skill because even if your horse isn't mr quiet and he's not going to win any awards you know his reactions and you're familiar with what he's going to do because you've practiced it enough at least you're not going to get yourself dumped on your head at a horse show when you go to take your jacket off or um try to pick up a sweatshirt off of a off of a jump standard at the end of your riding lesson and you've not practiced these kinds of skills your horse might just jump right out from under you and boy that would be embarrassing after having a really lovely jump school with george morris And to find more from Robin Bond, you can just go to her website at robinbondequine.com. For more tips on improving your riding skills and your horse's performance, whatever your discipline, just go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the Topics drop-down menu on the left. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horsetip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Fleeceworks. Ask for Fleeceworks TheraWool pads at your local tax supplier or you can visit them online at fleeceworks.com. Your horse and your wallet will thank you. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player you can also listen to the shows right on facebook the players right there every day i'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip until then go ride your horse the horse radio network and the horse radio network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on horse tip daily (laughs)